Guys, welcome back to episode 65 of Take Flight Podcast. And this oh, is the yeah. episode. 65. Wow. This is 65. And this is the episode that everyone has been waiting for. Shut up, man. <laughs> this is the episode that you thought we wouldn't talk about, but after 64 episodes, we thought we were ready. This is the episode where the Take Flight <laughs> Podcast Quartet talk about relationships and the M word. No, we're not talking about money. We're talking about marriage. Episode 65. Guys, how are you feeling about this big episode? That intro was cold. That intro was cold. I like that intro. I like that intro. That was a good how are you feeling though? Good? Relax? I'm looking, I'm looking forward to listening to how what wisdom Daniel's going to share. I always appreciate um, whatever Daniel has to share with us. So yeah, I'm looking forward to it. All right, so let me talk to our other resident uh, marriage expert, Daniel. And I'm also, I'm also looking forward to understanding why Olu and Shuol are not there yet. So we're going to get into it. All right, cool, yeah. We can, we can, we've got a lot to unpack. I've got a surprise at the end of the episode. Daniel, what do you, uh, how are you feeling? <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to break. I'm forward to you trying to break I'm the looking, news on this? <laughs> I'm looking, I'm looking the forward price, to it. Like, like the pe- the like price peace. just went up. The price just went up. Go on. Go on, Daniel. No, like P said, I'm, I'm I'm interested to hearing more from Olu and uh, and Shuel, Olu um, around this around this topic. All right, all right, cool, cool. The married the married guys they sound very confident in this episode. Olu, how are you feeling representing is it, is the, the non married team? Is it me or does it I'm, feel a little bit tense right now? Does it feel a little bit tense? <laughs> I'm looking forward to learning from these two. I think, like we mentioned, the conversation is about marriage. I don't think a lot of guys truly talk to their friends about when is the right time to get married and is some it? of the topics that we're going to talk about. So I think this is going to be really insightful and I'm looking to learn from Daniel and Pabilo. Oh, hot seat. All right, cool, I guys. Think... Oh, yeah, Pete, go ahead. I'll go ahead, sure. So now I was just going to say, for the, for the for the listeners who may not be aware, out of four of us, Pabilo and Daniel are married and Olu and I um, are not married yet. Uh, and this episode, we just wanted to really deep dive into the idea of marriage, what it means today, and also any learnings that these two uh, wise men can share about their respective uh, marriages. So I think with that, we'll hit the music and then start. I think, I think I think maybe to put it in some context, it's to share our experiences directly to those who are not yet married, not generally speaking, right? So I think that's important to make that distinction. Thanks, B. So I think with that, we are ready to start episode 65. Oof, tense. Let's talk about marriage. Why don't we start by how many years you guys have been married for? Because mm. I think for the listeners, they want to know how qualified you guys are. If it's only yeah, qualified, <laughs> it's not really. No one wants to listen to it. Right? I'll, tell you, I'll tell you straight up, I'm not qualified. I'm on a journey. So, yeah, I'm not qualified. I'm just going to share personal no, Daniel's qualified. Daniel's qualified. Daniel qualified before he I'm got married. Qualified. So how many years have you been married, guys? I've been married I've since the age of 15. I don't think the listeners heard that. I've been married since the age of 15. How much How much is your wife paying you to say that? <laughs> <laughs> no, I've been, I've been um, officially married since, what, March 2018. Oh, so wow. How long have you been married? Two and a half years. 
No, yeah. That, no, that, that you're trying to catch that. That you're trying to say. I don't know the years. You know what the thing is, you know, I don't I only count the, the time I've spent the time I've been with my wife. So this this year has been our this year has been our 15th year anniversary. Are you sure it's 15 or 16? No, nah, 15, man. Trust me. Okay, cool, cool. And Daniel? I've been married for three years and one month. That's what Daniel asked me because he wanted me to break it down like that. No, no, no! I just know because it's three days in one month. How many days? It will be. It will be uh, exactly a month and three days at the time of recording. <laughs> and just to just to just to build on that question, how old were you guys when you got married? I was twenty-seven and a half and three days. If Pete wants to be specific. Okay, twenty-seven and a half. Twenty-eight. How old are you, Pete? Twenty-seven, twenty-eight. I, he was 28. I just he was two 28. numbers. I know two numbers. I know how old I am now, and I know how long I've been my how, how long I've been my my wife. That's it. Total time. Sure, why are you laughing? <laughs> no, no, no. Cause I think I think yeah. no. Sure, sure. Okay, right, 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 right. Okay, let's, let's kick off with the first question, right? Let's kick off with the first question. So, um. I mean, both of you guys, you've been in, and this is going to be very interesting because you both had relationships pre-marriage, which were two very different um, time frames, basically. Yeah. One, obviously, um, significantly longer than the other, but then both of them have led to the same outcome, which is marriage. So what the, the first question that I had from, um, from my side is, how, how was your relationship kind of pre-marriage to how it is now? Um, and... What do you think helped you guys before getting married in your relationships to have the the, the marriage that you guys have now? Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Let me kick off. Let me kick off with a few ideas. I think. Cool. So I think the first thing I want to just put out there: the reason why, just a couple of things. Oli mentioned we don't usually have conversations. Married men don't usually have conversations with their circle, at least to unmarried. And I think I'm a firm believer in that. It's very difficult to give advice to another person because a relationship is very sacred and special to those individuals. I think I think um, the only person that I can give advice to about relationship is myself, and the only people that can figure out is between myself and Lauren. So I, I personally don't go around giving advice or sharing or thinking, because I think it comes down to the individuals. Um, so that's the first thing to sort of kick off with. I think um, your, your, your question, Shuel, I think the first thing that comes to mind is friendship. I think if you can... I think one of the things that has strengthened myself and Lauren's foundation is just start like just starting as friends and ending ending as friends, right? Being able to um, just consider, just yeah, you're 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 just trying to develop into a, into a best friendship type scenario, and I think that's something which we've carried through throughout our time, and we've certainly that's central to our to our marriage, if you want to put it that way. So I think I think that's certainly because I feel like the pressure's off, right? You're just enjoying each other's company. You're bantering. You're trying to have a lot of fun. You're not trying to take anything too seriously. Um, the way you would, the way you would, your anybody's idea of a best friend is what um, I envision for myself and 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 Lauren. Thanks, me. Um, answering your question, Joel, what was the relationship like prior to getting married? It's, it's for me personally somewhat different, in the sense of I was living with the person I was talking with every day. So prior to getting married, we didn't live together. So we would spend hours on the top, hours on the phone, hours on FaceTime, you know, WhatsApp, 
communicated throughout the day, which of course has continued in marriage, but the communication style has obviously changed. So that was one big difference. Living with the person, uh, with my wife, is also another big difference because prior to getting married, everyone has their own um, way of living, so to speak. So own habits um, in terms of whether it's waking up time, how you might be, things you might do around the house, when it comes to washing up laundry, all of those different things. So that takes time to, you know, to be in harmony with one another because I have my own expectations, so to speak, and so does she. So it's about you know understanding and getting to live with that person and speaking in a way that you can be understood. But not only that, what helped us prior to getting married was speaking through what our expectations were of one another. Mm-hmm. So what were my expectations of a wife and what did I expect to do as a husband and vice versa. So putting those things, having those discussions, having open, honest conversations of what they may be, because we've all come from different upbringings. We all have our own examples of what, in our opinion, is a good or perfect marriage. We all know what things we want to avoid in a marriage. So me having my parents growing up um, is going to be different to what Melissa experienced and vice versa. So having these conversations help you so that when you get married, you know what the expectations are. So you're not setting yourself up for failure, so to speak. But not only that, not focusing on the wedding day, but focusing on the marriage is what's important because the wedding day is just the start of a journey together. So yeah, it's nice to you know have the wedding you want, but ultimately don't put so much emphasis and focus on one day when you have all the days after that. Because it's nice to say, for example, your, your wife or your fiancé can be like, oh, I want this, I want that. Okay, great, cool. You get married, you move in. Oh, can I? Well, can we? Can we get? Can we go and do some shopping? Food shopping? Oh, we haven't got any money. And then like, what Jeez. do you mean you haven't got any money? Yeah, we've been all on the <laughs> Oh, come on, you've got to be practical. Um, so these are things that really help you prior to marriage is having a conversation. If you if you can have some some sort of premarital counselling, um, whether it's faith based or not, that's really good because it helps you and avoids maybe conflict because obviously in marriage you're going to have a lot of conflict and disagreements. So conflict resolution is going to be major. Disagreement in terms of maybe money, sex, whatever it may be, that could happen. So having conversations prior to see what, to say what your expectations are, I feel is fundamental. Yeah, Daniel, don't yeah. stop. You're, he- you're heating up. Hit him. If you guys go further back, because I think, Daniel, one thing you mentioned is that you had obviously expectation of what you wanted in a wife right was that different to your expectation in terms of what you want as a partner in terms of when you're first dating a girlfriend versus what you have like how did you do the selection process from even before we got to okay I know this is the person I want to marry but I know this person I see the potential and what were those potentials that you're looking for um prior to asking her out or dating Good point. Good question. And one thing I just want to say on that is you don't marry someone for their potential. You don't marry the potential. You marry the person. It's good to have the potential, but that's not what you're marrying. You're marrying the person as they are now. Although they can grow, don't let that be what you're thinking you're marrying because that ultimately can set you immediately for disaster. But going back to the question of how did I know? So for those who know or don't know, um, my wife and I, we dated for seven months before I proposed. Prior to that, we had um, I got married 13 months after, but we had known each other <clears throat> for about three three years at the time. No, three years. About three years. 
um, at the time of when we started sure? dating. And you sure? Uh, I can't remember, man. <laughs> my my country's going on amazing in France. We'll we couldn't that um, Go on, go on. <laughs> um, so, so 2013. It's cool, it's cool, it's cool, it's cool, it's cool. It was three years. It was three years. Um, um well, two and a half actually. Oh, but, yeah. but before that, we'll just we'll just um uh, so yeah, two and a half years we had known each other, but we were friends. So there was nothing more than a friendship at the time. We were speaking frequently, um, and that was as far as it would go. So during the time of friendship, because I had no hidden agenda, nor did she, I wasn't trying to impress her. And nor was she trying to impress me. So there was no way of me, you know, trying to be someone I'm not and vice versa. So it was just pure friendship um, that we had. And over time, we just got to know each other and just speak about different things as, as you would as a, as a friend. And over time, the friendship grew. Um, and then we went from, of course, uh, a friendship to someone, to, to, to two people that began dating one another. And that and part me, where you start dating each other, like what would the, yeah. like what made you realize, okay, this is someone I want to start dating? Those sort of criteria. One, one, I've always known I wanted to get married. That's one thing. Um, um, the reason why I knew I wanted to marry her is because I knew her for who she was. I knew her values. I knew her principles. I knew her behavior. I knew how she interacted with others, family, friends, etc., and also with me. Um, even in terms of you know, no one say going to the far as arguments, but seeing someone when they're frustrated or angry, seeing their temperament, basically. So you could see how they reacted to different um, different things or scenarios in life and disappointments or whatever it may be, or successes. So you saw their, their conduct, you saw how they, they were as a person. And this is something I liked and I valued. And I knew that this is someone I wanted to, to take it further to the next stage of dating with intention to marry. And um, something I would say is, um, don't marry anyone unless you'll be happy to, and proud to have a child exactly like them. So that's also important. Does that answer the question? I'm not sure, just to make sure. Awesome. No, it, it, Daniel, it say does. that one again. Daniel, say that one again. The what? last bit, don't marry what? anyone don't unless... Mar you don't marry anyone unle unless you'll be happy and proud to have a child exactly like them. Exactly like them. What about, I've, I've heard of this one, didn't really pay too much attention to it, but this one, I don't know if you guys have also heard it. Marry someone who, who is like your mum. Not in terms, not in terms of looks, guys, but in terms of <laughs> the love that your mom has, right, and how she's got a big open heart and these things. Have you have you heard that or no? Just me. I've I've, I've heard that, but I wouldn't agree with it. I would be more in the way of saying, for example, as a man, be a strong, focused, and determined man, so your son will have a role model, and your daughter will know what to look for in a man when she's a woman. So you're kind of setting a bar, setting levels for them to think. Okay, if I treat my wife right and she treats me right. She knows what kind of standard she should be setting or not setting for. Okay. I prefer Daniel's. I prefer Daniel's ones. Daniel's. I didn't say it was my one. I just said. I just oh, said yeah. that was something I heard about. I'm not claiming it. <laughs> I'm trying to say. <laughs> what about you? How about you? Dan, send me your notes, man. I like. What you, I like what working with all day, man. I like what you're working with. Um, what about my, you? I, you obviously met Lauren when you were a lot younger. Yeah. So, so a couple of things actually. Um, what I will say is is. Um, so Daniel is is on the money, right? And and I think it's important to mention that because a lot of the things that he's talking about is it rings so true. I think also, not that I'm discrediting, but I think Daniel's situation, especially for you two guys, is more of a likely scenario because are you going to be with someone today and wait 15 years or 10 years before you marry them, which is basically my situation. So I have, I have a rare, mine's sort of a, more of a rare unicorn 
which is what I love so much. Um, but I just wanted to touch on the point around expectations. I think this is a expectations and also just just the word marriage itself. I think the word marriage uh, makes sometimes us shake and scared, and, and it's and I think. I think sure, the, thing about it, <laughs> the thing about it, the thing about it, if you say, and I think the focus should be switched on looking at the journey, right? We've, we've got so many years to live with this person and build with this person that sometimes when we focus like marriage, it's almost like, what am I getting myself into? And the day of the wedding, I don't know what it's going to, I mean, this is just one day in so many years. It's like Daniel said, it's just a celebration. You're really just acknowledging or showing it's a public statement to the rest of the world that you want to be with this person for the rest of your life. But I think going back to the point of focusing on the friendship, because that's what's going to last. That's what's going to basically carry you guys throughout um, the time that you're together. Um, and I think also expectation. But um, no, I think, I think just, uh, I think uh, and Daniel's point on that, I can't stress even more, communicating expectations. Um, never to assume what something's going to be like. Never never make an assumption of what you think she's going to be like or what you think you're going to be like. So the more you communicate around, um, get, put your thoughts on the table. Um, and I'll also add on to the point of communication. Something that's very important to, to discuss around expectations and communication is people often don't discuss their finances, especially when it comes to, depending on how open you are. Um, and I think it's very important that when you're dating in, with intention and with a, with a you know, fiancé, you might not go into so much detail, but you need to at least talk about your financial position because you could be marrying someone and they can have load of debt and you wouldn't know. So it's important um, to be communicating, especially with when you marry someone, what are your saving targets? What are you saving towards? You know, when it comes to bills, how do you expect to pay them? Because you're now uniting two incomes, um, minimum or multiple, multiple levels of income into uh into one to one couple to man and wife. So how do you now decide what gets allocated to what and how? Um, what do you do with the money? How do you spend the money? It could be a decision that one person pays this, one person pays that. It could be that you just have one account and do it. It's up to you how to decide it. But I think it's important, imperative that a conversation is had. So, so on that, Daniel, at what stage? Did you feel ready to have that conversation? Was it at a stage when you knew, okay, this is the, this is the the girl that I want to spend the rest of my life with, or was it kind of before that? At what stage do you have that convo? It was when we were like, well, like the PNL balance sheet, everything's coming out. It was when, it was when, uh, so it was when we were engaged um, and mm. buying a house. This this all came to light anyway, but we had to. Um, but we discussed it, so there weren't any any surprises when we were discussing with the um, uh, mortgage broker, etc. But those are conversations we had we up front and frank about it um, mm -hmm. in terms of what needs to, what, what are our goals, what we want to do, how are we going to pay for things, how are we going to do things, especially with a marriage as well. So we're getting married, buying a house, um, with Melissa was in her masters all, all at the same time. So mm -hmm. trying to do multiple, juggle multiple things in a very short space of time was quite demanding, was, did stretch us, but we had a plan and we stuck to it. And then on what would you say was the right time? What would you say would be the right time? Would you say when you had it? Because let's say, for example, obviously you had the luxury of everything being aligned and everything being going well, right? But let's say, for example, you had the bombshell of hey, I'm in 50 or 100 k debt at that time, right? When you've already proposed, you're already engaged. When would you say it's the right time, right? Then no, no, no. it's off. Every, it's off. It's off. It's off. <laughs> 
No, but you'll find out. You'll find out very quickly that love don't play a part. It's off. Fifty k, hundred k debt. It's off. It's off. Then you've got answer. First of all, first of all, you need to understand what is that debt from. What's exactly. Have exactly. You got, are, you, are you a doctor that? Are you a doctor that, or have you studied something that I don't know? You're. Are you a, a rocket scientist? I don't know. And you get this credential. <laughs> have you studied right. No, that's consumer debt, my brother. That's credit cards. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, no, then, go, then go on to that. So say they are. There are debts. What? How did you accumulate this? Because if I am not noticing these traits in your lavish and wild spending market data, <laughs> when did you do this? Because you got me married, you know, you couldn't get me smiling in the face. And you're she now, got with you, you to know, say, to like say save, save me, please, save me. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Brian, I think it's first yeah. of all, understand. Sorry, Danny, go ahead. No, I was going to say, first of all, understanding where these debts have come from. Because if I haven't noticed uh, this kind of character in you, this is something you're hiding from me. And if this is something, you know, how recent is it? So, I think it's come down to understanding. And I'm not saying I'm going to walk away, but it will be a big, big thing that is like, wow, this was not expected. I think what you mentioned, Daniel, is the key thing is understanding what is it related to, right? If it's related to the sub person doing their master's MBA or something, right, then you understand, okay, this was for you better yourself. If the person was investing in properties, right, they could have asset associated to that debt. You don't know, right? But I think it, it's different when the person's like, no, I went to Dubai, I went to, I got a bunch of... <laughs> and the shoes and all of that stuff and living a lavish lifestyle then it, it makes you look at that person's character and say oh you're willing to just blow money on all of this living life right ideas that's, and that doesn't align with you that's key because even in this day and age with instagram and people trying to keep up with the joneses a lot of people feel the need the need to be spending lavishly buying designer items clothing material items just so that they can post it but then deep down you, for yeah, example, so yeah. they now want to get married. You have to, you, or you want to buy a house. You need to, you know, be transparent. And everything, it's all gonna to fall to shreds. It's gonna be like, whoa! Yeah, but that ain't, that ain't the one. Also, that ain't the one you want, man. Forget that. Just leave that. Of course, the one you want. But you'll be surprised how many they in this day and age, how many people do. Do you know how many people took out loans from Miami? Loads, people. No, but loans. that ain't the one you're trying to marry. That's not one thing, man. No, no, no. But I would say, but then yeah, I think drop going back, back to drop that out, drop going, that out, going to out. my point, right? Is you got to be open and honest as soon drop as possible, out. right? So, yeah, so yeah. you're open and honest is better versus leaving it further down the line. I would, I would oh, say. So, so maybe I think one one of the things I, I need to maybe change my scenario a little bit. I need to think a little bit. If I had met Lauren in the last year or two, because because my advice is very unique. You got to be with but someone your, for 10, 15 years. Because but, but, but yeah, no, no, it's true. But I think not. Yeah, no, I just I want to just because I also want to make it even more valuable for the for these two as well. But I'm just thinking. I said that to say the following with what I, with what I have lived and just putting that scenario out there. I think one of the things is, I think it's, it's, it would be wrong, a mistake to make an assumption that once you're married, things change. That's where one can go wrong. You need to, if, if I start doing things differently when I'm married, then what was I doing before? I wasn't handling my business as the way I should have been. So I think in a lot of things that we're talking about, you should try to encourage starting as early as possible because it shows your intention and what you're trying to, what you're basically trying to basically foster. I think where things can potentially go wrong is making the assumption that as soon as we get married, it's now going to be this kind of lifestyle, this kind of money. We're gonna, no, 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 no. It's got to start, I think, way before that. So I think one of the things that I um, made sure that was almost like a, we kind of not agreed, but we kind of, I knew this was, 
going to be set in stone is nothing will change when we get married. We're still going to just be friends as we've been for the last couple of years and we're going to just continue that journey. So a lot of things we're talking about now, finances and other areas, start the discussions as early as possible, in my opinion. Cool. No. What about, um, and you don't have to go too too much detail, but you said like before and after things don't really change or a lot of stuff you wanted to say, okay, we'll stay the same. What about the level? Oh, yeah. What about the level of intimacy? Did you realize that the level of intimacy before and after sort of marriage changed or same? What, what did you feel in that element? When you say intimacy, Oli, do you mean like physical? Do you mean in terms of openness? I, whatever you wanna, whichever way you want to answer. Right? I'm, I'm handling my business, man. I don't know what you, I don't know what you're trying to ask me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. Oli's frozen, Oli's frozen. <laughs> I don't know what you're trying to ask me, but I'm I'm handling my business, man. <laughs> I mean, 15 years in the game, you've got to be doing something, right? Ah, oh, he's trying to he's trying to talk. Oh, to God, God, I'm God. playing, I'm playing. Olu, ah. <laughs> Olu, go, go, Olu, go, that go, was the perfect time for it to disconnect. I was like, yo. Did everyone just disappear? <laughs> Man asked about intimacy and he was like, beep, beep, all this. <laughs> no, I think Olu, Olu for, to Shua's point, can you elaborate a little bit more yeah, on what you mean by intimacy? Intimacy, I'm not narrowing it down to physical or emotional, however you want to answer it. Mm -hmm. I just want to know, like, do you feel like your connection, whatever way you want to say, physical, emotionally, changed after you made that yeah, no, I, I, I think it's a key. I think it's a key question. So, Okay, <laughs> if I think back to not just before I was married, but when I was younger, right? Um, I think what happens when you get married is you're now thinking, or at least my mind, is you're thinking about building. So, so there's you, which she wasn't thinking about necessarily doing before. So I think your, your, your thoughts around what you do together, and you're now thinking at a more matured level, which takes up more space. So maybe there's, it, naturally there's less space for, intimacy if that makes sense but you're still it's still love it's still a connection but I think you spend a lot more time now talking about future plans and, and things that you kind of want to start building and doing whereas when you're younger that or at least that tends to be the only thing you guys are doing right or before you get married I think there's that period where it's very electric exciting young a lot's happening um and there's kind of, you're kind of free of responsibilities it doesn't necessarily feel as serious or you've got weight to carry but once you even though i said nothing changes but once you do feel the need to okay let's start putting stuff together now and let's start taking what we have and growing it and building it so i don't know if that helps to explain a little bit um on on that question cool dan for me the answer is yeah um, it did because to me intimacy is something that grows over time with, with um, someone that you care about and that's also feeling more comfortable with that person during your time together so definitely from over the years of even from dating to um pre-marriage to post-marriage the intimacy of our of caring about that other person deepens and increases over time yeah, maybe i got the question wrong man i think this brother's chatting about sex or something no i said whichever way it could be physical, it could be non-physical as well. Emotional. Yeah. It's also emotional intimacy. Exactly. 
That's why I left it open, P. I was like, I'm not just gonna yeah, don't, don't, leave <laughs> don't leave it open. Don't leave it open. Don't leave it open. Make it make it very straight and close, cuz I... I'm, I'm not trying to I'm not trying to answer about your sex life, P. That's not what I'm trying to answer about. I'm not, I'm not trying to answer. Um but I, so I reckon so we so I think we in the in the, the, the great answers that you guys are giving. So you spoke about um partners, you've spoken about intimacy, what you look for, friendship, these types of key themes, right? And how it develops. Yeah. Um, even the types of questions, but do you think, and I think, P, you touched upon it in the last episode, do you think you can ever be ready for marriage? Like, even on the day of your wedding, when you were getting ready with your, yeah. getting ready with everything, do you think you were like, Joe, I feel ready for this? Uh, I, I think the, the answer to that question I was thinking about, it's a kind of yes and no. It depends on also how one is is trying to define marriage in their own head. But I think... If you think of it, if you think of it like we said earlier, like a friendship side of things, then it makes it you it prepares you a bit more in terms of going into it. If you kind of look at it and think, oh, this is just gonna like what's gonna happen once once we get married, then you're never gonna feel ready. But I do feel ready or not, there's always an element of you like we back to me. Um, no, I think you get the jitters, right? But but I was ready. I was ready, but you certainly sometimes get the feeling like, is this really happening? That's really that's really it to be honest. But I was ready. I was ready to take it to the next level. Do you think you were ready one year prior to your wedding? No, I was ready when I was. I was ready. Do I think I was one year? I, I think I was ready one year. No, because I think in my situation, Lauren had Lauren had moved. Oh, that's maybe. Oh, 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 oh. this is the way to answer the question. Let me get it. <laughs> <Daniel, laughs> no, because because and I wanted to mention this because Daniel brought it up. So for me personally, my experience, what I've learned. And what I feel is crucial, and I know there's going to be a big debate around this because obviously faith comes into play and also tradition comes into play. I personally believe that what made me ready, and I don't know if I would have been ready without this, is living together. Big, Wait, big, so, major key, okay. major, okay. major, okay, P. major. P question. So if major. it didn't go well, the big P P P P. That's if wrong. it didn't go well, if it didn't go well, would you have? Walked away after thirteen years of my friendship brother, and dating. Listen to what I'm, listen to what I'm saying. So I can't answer. What that you? Question. Listen, I can't answer. What that you? Because don't fall for the trap. Don't fall for the trap. Listen, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but the thing is, what I will say to you is that this: even having known someone for ten years, ten years, having been with someone for ten years, and then moving in, and then and then spending, you know, the longest we would spent together was sort of two weeks on end, holidays. Even when she was preparing to move in, I was still questioning myself, do I actually know who she really is? And I'm going to find out, I guess. I feel you, 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 because the thing about it is when, when we're, when we were not living together, every time I saw her and she saw me, we're putting on our best impressions. Even after eight, eight years, you're, you're wearing your best clothes and your everything is the best, right? You're even bringing her your best stories. You know, guess what happened over the last couple of weeks, et cetera, et cetera. But when you're living together, that is who you are. That's your standard. She sees it. You see her. So I was very, I was more nervous to Shaw's question about her moving in than I was getting married. Because I knew something in me was telling me, if I don't like what I see and vice versa, this may not work out. It don't matter how long it is, it's been. It's a question is, is it still working today? Is it still going to work later? So I was like, I, I, as time went on, I started to, like, I was so happy as time was passing because I realized this is who, I know this is this is like there's no surprises there's no like 
I'm learning about something that I've never seen before. Of course, you work things out, and right, and they're things that you communicate and, and you reconcile on. But generally speaking, the person that I knew that was before moving in was still that person. So for and me, people, was, you say that the reason why I can yeah. I can understand that I've got a question for Daniel on that is just because I would say the person that knows me the best yeah. would be the people that have lived with me, right? You will see me up and down, like when I'm in the mood, when I'm not in the mood to talk to someone. You know about my bad habits of just placing stuff all over the place. Correct. Like, correct. Like you're gonna truly know that person by living with them. Like your view of me could be completely different to my brother or mom or someone that actually lives with me, that's lived with me. So Daniel, one question I would like to ask, right? Because obviously you didn't live with your wife prior to you moving in, but did you realize a comp- did you realize a change when you guys moved in? Was there like so, an so, adjustment period? So Daniel, just before you jump on, just to finish on the last point, great point, Olu. Um. So to Shuao's point, the reason why for me, it so we had then got engaged whilst we was living together. So I already knew what I was working with and she knew what she was working with. So after the wedding day, we knew what we were going back to. I wasn't going back to anything. I wasn't starting anything new. And so for me personally, um, I, I like, I would I, I don't know if I would have been ready if I had not lived with her. I, I think I would have been, very apprehensive and I would have been, I don't know. I don't know. That's so for me, it was, it was essential and crucial. So, but Daniel. Which question am I answering? The the question started off Daniel with, can you ever be ready for marriage? And then building on that, Vila was mentioning about his example of living together before. And then Olu obviously has said that in your case, you weren't living together before. So how was that experience for you? Kept on your questions. So your first question is, Can you be first question is can you be ready? Can you ever be ready? Let's start with that. Yeah. Yeah, he ain't got no question. Is, the, question well, the question is, are you ready? <laughs> you talking to me or Oli? He's doing, he's doing a Nelson Mandela. He's doing a Nelson Mandela. He's flipping it back <laughs> on you. Come <laughs> on. <laughs> um, um, was that, can you be ready for marriage? I, I, it's a yes or no. It's um, I think people aren't scared of marriage in so to speak. I think people are more scared of marrying the wrong person. Oof. I think when you know Daniel, 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 you know, you stop there, stop there. Daniel, stop there. Stop, stop there. Do you know how you minimize? Do you do you know how you minimize that risk? Do you guys want to know how you minimize that risk? Let me guess. Living with a person before you live with the person. Yeah, I, knew the, the I knew he was going to say that. <laughs> I knew he was going to say that. that. No, because that, no, that only you. gives you a win. That only gives you a window because that doesn't give you all what life has to throw at you. Really? Yeah, it, it gives you. It gives you seventy-five percent of the window. I'm telling you. Living together, but let's we can we can we can so, further level uh, So I think people are scared more of marrying the wrong person than they are getting married. Can you be ready? You can prepare yourself like anything. You can prepare yourself for it, but you're never entirely ready because marriage isn't an event; it's a journey. So you're marrying or you're getting ready for the unknown because you can get ready for the day. You can be ready for the day, but you can't be ready for marriage itself because a whole load of things it could be a cocktail or formula of different things happening that may happen on your journey. In addition, it's a journey of growth. So you can never be ready for growth. It's like starting a business. You can be ready to start business, but you don't know how it's going to go. With marriage, you can start marriage, but you don't know how it's going to go. It's a journey. It's a process. It's mm. And ultimately, it's got to be selfless. You can't be selfish in marriage. And, and marriage isn't for immature people. Marriage is only for mature people. If you're immature and you get married, just don't get married. Bro, this guy's on fire. It's not right? going to work. 
This guy. You know, you know, that, you know what? what you I, I'll be honest with you. Yeah. I think you know what part of the problem is. I think using the word marriage, man. One for a very long time, you know, I I used the word partnership instead. I just wanted to change the the the, the narrative, and because sometimes it feels like whenever someone says the word marriage, it feels like pressure. It feels like oh, are you sure you know what you're doing? It just has that connotation around it. So for me, I switched to using partnership, and it had a better feeling on. So maybe you guys should use the word partnership. Daniel, you know when you were speaking, when you were speaking right now, you reminded me of, um, if anyone knows, the Wale album where he's got Jerry Seinfeld <laughs> speaking and he's like, ah, oh, marriage is a roller coaster. It's like a roller coaster. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah roller coaster. Jump, you're never, jump, yeah, jump, you're jump, never jump. ready for it. Yeah. That's what it just reminded me of. That, yeah. If no one knows, just listen to it. So, you, so what, do you, what do you think about my partnership point? It didn't make no sense. <laughs> Next. Yes. <laughs> no, I, I, I agree with that. Right, so what about the second that? part? Yeah, the second question, guys. It leads into that kind of living together or not living together debate. When the day that you got married, Daniel, yeah, on that day you were you were ready. Yeah, I was ready, but also when you know you're getting married, you prepare yourself to be ready. So if I now say, for example, I want to move out of my house next year, right now I might be ready, but I'm going to prepare myself for that date to be ready for that date. Mm. So. Sometimes people need to, to to brush up on themselves, fix themselves up before they get married or before they propose to make sure that they are ready to look after someone, to be accountable to someone, to be yep. vulnerable to someone. Yep. Because as a man, people aren't necessarily vulnerable, but women, they connect on, on an emotional level as well. So you have to be vulnerable to someone. And no, vulnerability but- is, being vulnerable isn't easy. To say how you really feel, rather than how was your day, it was good. But how was it really? What annoyed you? And not just in work life, but also in personal life. Mm. So vulnerability is something that's important. And so allowing and being able to express your emotions is paramount. But, but Daniel, yo, let's give that a... <laughs> P, right? Now, Daniel, what I will say, oh, <laughs> the thing I wanted to add yeah. You spoke about maturity, immaturity. I think another thing I just wanted to add there is you got to be ready to carry the weight. So ready for responsibility. I think I think that's a you mentioned that's a that's a big thing. Um, and I think if you are, then you are ready. Ready to build with someone, ready to sort of put someone else on, ready to ride with that person and, and help the other person and come up. So I, that's the part actually that for me that I was relishing and looking forward to. Not only, not, only, not only building myself up, but also someone else. And then... The, it's not an only the other, thing. The, the, so the other question um, is, and Daniel, you haven't covered it yet. So P was saying he's very pro about living together, right? In your case, you, you haven't. And that could be the case for many other people actually listening, whether it's for um, family reasons, religious reasons, whatever it is, cultural. Um, now, in your case, you guys if I understand correctly, you didn't live together, but of course now you're happily married. So how was that transition for you? Um, so in terms of, yeah, we didn't live together before. Getting married then changed that whole dynamic. But also that dynamic wasn't met with day one because I think when we got married, um, the next day we went on, we went to, we went on honeymoon shortly after. So we didn't really come to that reality till when we got back from honeymoon, which to be honest, I was quite relieved because I couldn't wait to start living with this person. Mm-hmm. I wanted, uh, not that I didn't enjoy it, but I wanted the fanfare to be able to actually just start the marriage journey together. Um, so it was at first, to be honest, it wasn't too difficult 
um, in, in, my, in my opinion, anyway. Mm-hmm. Melissa may say it's different, I don't know. But it, it, the reason why I say it wasn't too difficult is because when you are, or at least try and be patient, when you are trying to also put someone else's needs before yours, you can work things, work through things better. So mm-hmm. there were times, well, of course there were disagreements. So there were times where I would do things that she may not like. And there were times where she would do things that I may not like. But we didn't approach in a way like, and say, I don't like it when you do this. It was more Melissa, like, Daniel, can I show you something? I'm like, yeah, you can show me. And then she will show me what I've done and she'll say why she doesn't like it. So not to say she doesn't like it, but why she doesn't like it. Then when I'm, if I'm going to have the proclivity to do that again, I now know this thing or what I'm about to do, my wife doesn't like and she doesn't like it because of this, because of X. And if I know X is going to upset her, I don't want to upset her, so I'm going to, I'm going to stop doing that mm. and working it out vice versa. So it's not saying every little thing you complain about. Sometimes there are things that you just have to put up with because if you're going yeah. to squabble over every little thing, you're going to be squabbling for hours and days and years. So I sometimes just... Yeah, I think that one's for Olive. Sometimes you just have to <laughs> give up the right to be right. Um, and I think if you give up the right to be right, you might things might work out better. Mate, no, Daniel, compromise, Daniel, Daniel could be saving hundreds of marriages right now through this episode. I'm telling you, he's putting in the work, man. He's putting, he's laying the the foundation seriously. Oli, um, Oli, what's, but, Oli, what's your take about if you think you can ever be, you know, ready for but, ready for marriage? But compromise, compromise. Um, <clears throat> for me, can you be ready for marriage? Um, take your time. Take your time. <laughs> my answer to that is. Yes. I don't feel like you'll be, I think you'll be ready in terms of, okay, I want to make this commitment. You know, because I think before you make, you don't just accidentally get married. Marriage is not something that you just say, you wake up one day and you're like, oh, I'm married. So I think you can obviously prepare your mind to say, I'm ready to get married. But in terms of when you do go on that journey, there's going to be ups and downs and you just Mm got to navigate through it. But I think if you, if you're committed, right, with the vows that you say to say good and bad, because I think most people have a fake expectation on marriage where they assume that, oh, the moment I get married, and that's one thing I think P mentioned and Daniel mentioned as well is the day you get married is not like everything's going to change, right? If you were in a terrible relationship prior, <laughs> just by doing those vows and the next day is not just going to be an amazing marriage, right? That's It's going to take... A lot of hard work. Uh, but I think, yeah, the, just answering your question, I think, yes, you need to be ready mentally and committed to say, I am ready to undergo this journey. Then when you go through that journey, there's going to be ups and downs. And that's when you need to see seek counselling. And when I mean counselling, that could be counselling from your friends and your um, friends that are also in successful marriages. Because I think a lot of time people seek counselling from people <laughs> Single people, people that are not even in good, happy marriages. I get a few phone calls. People ask me, and it's like, what does that make sense, right? And then I think uh, marriage is also a spiritual um, element. So whatever religion you are, is you need to have also spiritual guidance, right? Is also a key thing during that journey. So I hope that answers your question. But do you feel ready now, Do I feel ready as now? Someone who, as someone who's oh, not man, put it so the answer to that question is yes, I do feel ready now mm-hmm. um but i think i think daniel mentioned i think i'm not sure if it was daniel pabilo mentioned something where it's the fear factor right and me personally i can sometimes be a perfectionist where i'm like okay 
I know I only want to get married once, right? I'm not someone that ever like. I want to make sure that the person I'm marrying is the complete is the right person. And I think there's two things that make me realize that is one, which what Daniel mentioned is seeing that person in multiple situations, because I think Daniel, from what I was hearing from you, the way you knew that your wife Melissa was the right person was due to the fact that you saw her reacting in certain situations. I would never feel comfortable if I'm in a relationship that's always happy. Everything's always going good, right? Mm. I want to be able to see that person's reaction with something not going right, right? Us losing money or us, someone having bad health or something like that. So understand, okay, what is that person's reaction? Is that person's reaction, okay, I'm going to roll up my sleeves, we're going to go through this, we're going to solve this. Or is it someone that just sinks in under that sort of pressure? I want to understand it. But again, I don't believe in struggle love. Because I think that's something that a lot of people... So struggle love is certain people put their significant other through random tests just for the sake of it. Like, I need to know she's ride or die, right? And there's some people that have that mentality where it's like, oh, before I get to the stage of marrying you, I need to know that you will take X, Y, Z or whatever. And it's like, that's BS, right? So I think that's one element. So understanding the person in different situations. (laughs) And like Pabilo said is, I believe living with a person makes a big difference. Key. Like me personally, because I think I'm a, a quiet taste when it comes to living with. I can understand myself. I can be honest, put my hands up. But also I think you learn so much from someone by living with them. Like I've been in relationships where it's been you'd only see the person for two weeks period. You every time you saw the person, you both will be traveling. So it's like the high life, the extreme, amazing part, right? And it's, it becomes a reality when you're living with that person and going through that daily routine and stuff. And I think one part that I need to be better at, which Daniel talked about, and I'm not sure if a lot of people, maybe Shuwal, you might know this, or you might feel like this as well, is I need to feel comfortable being vulnerable. Um, because a lot of times I try to carry stuff myself so like Daniel said, is when you get into a relationship, you need to have that level of intimacy where you feel like, okay, I can express all my feelings and stuff like that. Oh, but, you mean that kind of intimacy? Yeah. Yeah. Not the... <laughs> yeah. What, about, what about you, Chua? Are you ready? Yeah, I am. Since when? No, please. <laughs> no, no, I think, like, let me be serious. No, I think I definitely feel like change is coming. Something's about to, like you're ready for something. There's thing. some, there's, yeah, I feel like this year has definitely, there's been a, a slight shift in my mind about it. I think, in previous, <laughs> I think in previous years, it wasn't really much of a thought. I always used to have a um, funny conversation with some of my friends where, you know, at the beginning of the year, we do the whole goal setting stuff. I never set any goals or actions related to relationships because I just thought it will happen at the right time. I do feel like now that I'm entering a window, maybe it's because I'm turning th- I turn 30 this year, where I'm a bit more open to it now than before. Um, but yeah, I just have to trust the process. So if I, I, let me do a sense check with you guys. My view is if I continue to just grow and keep doing what I'm doing and try and build myself up, then along the way, I will meet someone at the right time who's in line with the frequency that I'm in. This is my kind of thinking. Say again? 
I disagree with that. And the guys, obviously, the experts. No, I, I agree. The only reason why I disagree with that is because I feel like you need to be intentional. Like, yeah. I think if you yeah. just, if you're just like, oh, oh okay. I'm on a certain wavelength, and when someone catches me, oh, I meet someone, in, like, let's be honest here, yeah, with all our financial goals, yeah, if we have that mentality, a lot of stuff won't happen. Like, you need to be intentional to say, you know, I'm going to start looking, but looking based on whatever your criteria are. And then, yes, you're going to meet that person in your wavelength. But if you're not intentional with it, it's never going to happen in my mind. Because like you mentioned, Shua, like at the beginning of this year, I think this was the first year or last year what, that I set a, like a relationship goal where I was like, okay, by the end of this year, I want to be X, Y, Z, right? And prior mm -hmm. to that, I never. And if I be honest with you, prior to sort of the last two, three years, right? I wasn't, there's no way a relationship would accidentally have happened, like a marriage would accidentally have happened, right? I was not looking at it at all, right? Even though I was like, oh, I'm improving myself. I'm getting ready for a space when that person comes. But I was never really looking, right, mm -hmm. at that particular time. So I think you need to be intentional, but let the guys, the other guys, try me. I, I think I think probably Shua, although um, I, I, I definitely agree with you, I see your point. I think, Shua, you probably did mean you're, you're, you're being intentional along that journey. Along the journey, yeah. It's, um, it, I, think, I think he is. Um, I think for me, I'll just go back to, to what I said before. I think focus on the friendship, honestly. I think focus on the friendship and friendship and partnership because um, that word marriage can always scare certain individuals. And I think and I think maybe it's the wrong focus. The focus should be the wedding is just a celebration day. But if I, if I have the intention to focus on a friendship and I want to be vulnerable and express myself to you, you get more out of the journey a lot sooner than you than you than you would if you try to do it any other way. So I would go into it looking, yeah, go into it with the mindset of friendship, right? Um, and things will happen when they happen. In, in response to that, I think you have to be intentional. You can't leave it by chance. At the same time, like people say, if marriage or you or any listener scares people, have some reflection on why does it scare you? And if marriage is something you really want, ask yourself, why is it you really want it? Because mm. you can be fixated on the idea of being married, of having a title or wearing a ring or whatever it may be. But ask yourself, what are the real reasons for you wanting to be married, for you to want to spend the rest of your life with, with one person? So these are key questions. But you have to be intentional. Focus on the friendship. Because during difficult periods, it's the friendship that will keep you afloat. Because you can you can be in love with someone, but when you're married, you might not you might not feel like you love someone on a particular day. You might feel like, oh, you're annoying me. But if the friendship is there, you always have the friendship as a foundation. And often people say, oh, I'm marrying this person because I can't imagine my life without them. But think of it as, can you imagine your life with them? Because living with them is different. So think of marriage. I'm marrying this person because I can't imagine, um, you know, I can't yeah. imagine you not having being, to live your life with Don't, don't, yeah, don't being, marry someone. It's not about not being with them. You can't live. Yeah, don't marry someone you, you can't can live, live with. with. Someone you, no, you Yeah, marry someone yeah. you can't live without. So I think, Daniel, you brought up, a, as always, a great point around why is it that you want to get married? Something along those lines, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I think they're both getting pressure from their mum, innit? They're both getting pressure from their mom. Okay, so, listen, listen, listen. If they can, if they could, listen, Shawel's the oldest of three. Ollie's the youngest. 
or three. So if they can get if they could if they could get um everything out of marriage without marrying, these guys will be rolling, man. I'm telling you, it's their parents, their parents are on them. (laughs) My point, which I was gonna say is because I love what you said, and it actually ties with what P said as well, right? Is a lot of times people don't talk about the benefits of marriage. Why don't you guys shout out? Why don't you guys shout out some of the stuff that you've gained? You've gained by being married, like it's made you a better person. Like shout out your significant other. What? Let's make. I think like this section, and maybe we can wrap up on this. Yeah, let's wrap up with this one. On this one is just shout out your significant other, and honestly, let's make being married cool because a lot of times we're like, oh, marriage is marriage is X, Y, and Z, right? We always show the negative or the difficult part about marriage. But why don't you guys shout out some of the positive and the great stuff about? Married, convince, convince you and I why we should. <laughs> if, if we have to convince, if we haven't convinced you already, then it's not going to work. Man. <laughs> no, I'm joking, but on a serious note, yeah, oh. some of the reasons. Or give top three. Basically, the tax, yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's everything I would have said before I got married. That's my thing. Um. How can I put it into words, Daniel? Let's, I don't know, just just okay, well, um, I'll, thinking, I'll, I'll just think um, off the head. Um, so for me, it's having a very diverse and different perspective on things. So sometimes when you're single, you can make a decision, yeah, I'm rolling that decision. But when I, I share it with Melissa, she'd be like, What would you think of this? I'm like, Whoa, didn't think of it like that. But it's, on and fire, it's, not that it's, not, it's not the person trying to change you, but it's just adding a different element of thinking to the, to the scenario. Let's put us on fire. Let's just lock off this whole thing. It's done. It's done. It's done. It's done. It's, done. it's all 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 done. Um, it's, it's done. It's done. It's wrapped. I think. I think the thing. I don't know if you can put it into word, but for me, it's for me the thing I love most. Um, I don't know if it's marriage or not. It's just this sense of building together, and you feel it more once you are married, right? There is not. There is nothing greater than having someone else that is side by side, riding with you, carrying the load, wanting to reach the same goals across all areas, love, wealth, health, and happiness. Um, you ride into the walls fall off. And even when the walls fall off, you pick the car up and you'll keep pushing it. That is a sense of, you, you can't put a price on it. It's invaluable. You wake up feeling with it. You wake up with that feeling. You go to bed with that feeling. So the sense of building with someone, and I'm not just talking about assets or these things, but just doing something with someone else to get to a better place. Daniel. So add it's, it's about having a journey of life with someone else, a companion, a companion, a friend, um, someone that you just want to do life with. I can't imagine waking up and she not being there. No, like even for no, example, no, that cuz no, 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 you're, yeah. thing, you can't get you can't take your wife for granted because you expect every single day she's going to be there but one day she may not no I know that. Because I'm going to you, go ahead no because even if you go on holiday because when you go on holiday you might not like you don't really miss them because you know you're going back to them in a couple of weeks or if you're going on a solo trip or work trip you know you're going to be back but if that was indefinite to unknown you don't know you'll, you'll be very much different and I say that because when Melissa's like moved to her workplace from, um, from downstairs to upstairs to one of the rooms. And even today, like I, I was working out, finished, and I come back, usually come through the, to the kitchen door, and she's obviously usually there on the desk. And she wasn't there, just an empty dining table, just all cleared up. And it just felt weird. 
It just felt weird. No, I don't cry. Just carry on. <laughs> right up, shout, carry on. <laughs> <laughs> I think the other thing, the other thing which um, I probably relish about um, the marriage is that. <laughs> frozen. Oh, is it frozen? That he relishes that he did a bay for the internet bill. Yeah. Is it back? Is it back? Oh, no, it's yeah. back. Go ahead. Nandy, please edit that bit out. <laughs> so I was wondering why is this guy laughing, bruv? I I, re I really oh. <laughs> is it gone again? I think every time you say the word relish, your internet's just yakking out. <laughs> is it on my back? Yeah. On my back. It don't matter. You, 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 sound, maybe, you, you should maybe try yeah. switch off the camera, please. Switch off the camera, yeah. No. That's right. That's right. This guy's got his my camera back. on as if he's got like my uh, back. 5G. Yeah. 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 I'm, back. I'm not going to say the word relish. I love the pressure of knowing that someone to make things happen and take that person and the family to the promised land. Does that make sense? Repeat that again because you can't. So, so the question was. What is it that we? What's the benefits of 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 marriage? Being now, married. some people being married, some people um, may take to this, but I love the the fact that someone I know someone is dependent on me every single day to be the best version of myself, to take us as a family to the next level. So it's this anchor, it's this push, right? Mm -hmm. Because without that, it's just yourself, and 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 so having someone there that is looking to you to say, you're taking us to the next level. <laughs> That giving is something you, giving, I giving love. You some, someone and, it's giving you someone and something to fight for. Correct. Right? But it's, it's yeah. non-verbal. It's non-verbal. So it's, yeah. it's a feeling. Mm. And you just take it with you and you just push on. It's like them saying, like, you're my reason for living and you're also my reason for dying. Trust me. I, listen, as a man, as a listen, hey, yo, man, them, as a man, <laughs> <laughs> listen, I'm telling you now, there's no greater feeling, yeah, than being able to provide, put things in place, and then non-verbally, your wife looking at you and saying, yeah, like, I'm, I'm so happy I'm with you. <sighs> Nothing beats that. Nothing beats that. Telling you. So, uh, Olu, in conclusion, what do, what's your view, views on marriage now? These men are shook, fam. No, I think it's, it's like, I've, I personally love this episode just because it's a form of for us to have, um, yeah, that's why I was doing on my phone, taking all the notes. Um, no, I'll be honest, like, I don't always listen back to all our episodes, yeah? But this, this one is what I'm actually going to listen back to because I think a lot of times we don't have those conversations, like I said in the beginning. Um, and I think everything you guys have said, I've totally agreed with. Um, um, I've got one so more gem for you, I've got one more gem for you, man. I left it to the end. Uh, I've got one more gem. Um, views and points. And look, I've learned a hell of a lot. And hopefully in the next year or two, you know, Shawa and I, I are still doing, if Shawa and I are still doing the podcast, we can make a big announcement. I'm looking forward to it. Um, one of the questions I don't think we covered. Sorry, a year or two sounds quite far away. <laughs> I, I actually got on my notes. They said, uh, I actually got on my notes. Hurry up. I got on my notes. <laughs> <laughs> um, one of the questions actually that we were, I guess, going to discuss was, um, what would you, what is it? What kind of things do you look for in a partner? Um, and the only thing I wanted to share with my experience is knowing what I know now and also understanding how life works and that the apple doesn't fall too far from the tree. I would, sounds counterintuitive, spend more time with the, with the person's parents. 
if it was possible before if it was possible because okay. i think you will you will learn so much more than you can imagine by spending more time with the parents because you actually get a product of what you're of the parents right you get a variation but there's a lot of what comes from the parents is in the child so if you want to learn more about your about who you're with um spending time with the parents is, is definitely a, a great um suggestion if it's possible that's a great point i just don't know why you didn't say it when we're talking about that section. <laughs> because it, it, was, it, was, it came to the question in it we didn't talk about what to look for in a partner yes we did oh did we we kind of we kind of touched upon that in the first okay. answer when you're talking about like looking for friendship and these types of things okay 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 all right guys so p daniel any anything else that you'd like to uh, share on the, the marriage topic in case we uh, missed anything any final gems you've covered yeah, a lot yeah, I'll, focus on the I'll finish on I'll, I'll i'll finish on that between married couples never let your differences be greater than your love for one another amen amen to that one right guys so i think this is episode 65 um, where we talked about the the big M word that is marriage. Uh, thank you for listening to episode sixty five. We wouldn't be up to episode sixty five without you. Please do continue to keep listening, supporting, share this with anyone that you know that's thinking about getting married. Anyone that's already married, maybe someone who's divorced, maybe even single people. It helps every single person. So please do share. Um, give us your feedback, suggestions. We're always open to different topics, and we hope you like the episode. And we'll catch you in episode 66, the next one. So I think with that, I'll use Daniel's famous words, good night and God bless. Take off, take off.